Greetings everyone, I am Damon Lane and this is Logic Lane. Welcome back to another dose of Logic here on Logic Lane. It's been a few days uh, since the last podcast, but uh, been busy with work and uh, home front stuff. So it has been uh, a little bit difficult getting getting time to, to put another one together. So, But that's what happens. It's summer, it's hot, it's sticky, it's nasty. And, you know, those of us that are essential have to... Uh, pick up the slack where others are leaving behind, I guess. And, uh, yeah, so I've been doing that. Uh, almost ended up pulling the 16-hour shift tonight, which would have scrapped the whole podcast tonight again, but I would have probably had to recover uh, from another day. As, as it would be 16 tonight, I'd get off early in the morning, have to drive my hour home, get three hours of sleep, get up, do the whole shit shower shave thing, eat breakfast, and get on the road and go back for another eight. So that would mean that I'd probably be wrecked and unable to perform tomorrow night. So glad I didn't get stuck doing a 16, and here I am tonight. So on the way in today, and you may like this because this is another pet peeve that came out of the woodwork at me this morning uh, on my way in, I should say, early afternoon. And on the drive-in, you know, it's summertime, I get that, but, you know, a lot of people are barefoot and and flip-flops and all that jazz. I'm not a big fan of feet. But, you know, I see, I, I stopped counting because there was quite a few of them, and there was these cars driving by, and the passenger, thank God I wasn't the driver, but the passenger had feet up against, the, you know, bare feet up against the windshield, some people have feet kind of in a reclined and out the window along the mirror. And I just shake my head because, you know what, that's how, uh, how you end up losing your limbs by being stupid like that. You know, maybe we need to have a stamp on cars that tells people, please, it is highly advised to keep all hands and arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times when it is moving. You, you wouldn't think you would need to tell people that, but they, people just don't care. There's a, a, a massive shortage of common sense in this day and age. And we see that every day in the riots, the looting, all of the stupidity that's going on. There's a total lack of common sense. Um, so, yeah, that's a pet peeve. Feet, one, bare feet, but two, up against the windshield out the window, anywhere where they, but where they should be. We'll just say that. And it's, it's annoying as shit to me. One of the pet peeves. So I'm sure I will continue to find them and bring them to you as soon as I remember them or they stare me in the face. So, so there's that, uh, wanted to bring that, you know, there's another thing that I noticed the other day. I don't know if, if uh, all these people out there that listen uh, are into the Twix candy bars, 
TWI X. Um, they come in peanut butter, caramel, a lot of different flavors these days. Everybody's doing different flavors because it's the thing. We got to give everybody a taste of our heroin, but we got to give it in different flavors so the kiddies will like it. <laughs> so, taking a page out of Philip Morris's book, there, there they go. Um, normally, I'm a peanut butter Twix guy when I get some, but I'll, I'll tell you, I decided what the hell the other day, I'm going to pick me up a caramel, standard, original Twix, you know, and uh, bit into it, and I was like, well, what the hell? It seemed to me that there was far more cookie inside of it than there ever was before. And it made me wonder, okay, are they going cheap? Is caramel that expensive? Is caramel in a shortage right now? Is is that a thing? Because I remember way back, you know, when I used to eat those things as a kid, there used to be a heck of a whole lot of caramel in there. You'd bite in and there's a whole bunch of it coming out. Not so much anymore. Now you get a whole lot of cookie and not much caramel. And I'm sure the cookie is way cheaper than the than the chocolate and the caramel. But they can't skimp on the chocolate. Uh, if you can see the caramel through it, you know there's a problem. So they have to have the same amount of chocolate, but they skimp on the caramel. And I'm sure it's due to inflation. This is their way of screwing the customer so he don't notice. And this way they can keep their costs fairly low and keep offering the stuff at the same price, but you're actually getting less candy bar than you used to. Just like Subway, you know, used to be $5 footlongs. Now when you actually look at them, they're they're more like seven inches. And they tell you, well, you know, it was a foot long when we put it in the oven and it shrunk down. Yeah, right. Maybe an inch, maybe two. Not four inches on both sides. It just doesn't happen. It's, it's BS. But, you know, there's there's all kinds of places that are doing this crap. And, uh, you know, it, it, since I'm on the subject of, of businesses that do stupid shit, during all this crazy chaos that we've got in the world today, you know, George Floyd was killed. It's tragic. But since then, we've got a lot of stupidity going around. And... Uh, you know, there's a couple of places, uh, you know, my place of business being the state of Minnesota has been putting forth these little sensitivity training seminars and all these other things so they can get ahead of the curve and say, you know what, we're already requiring this of our of our personnel. So you don't have anything to worry about. We are feeling for you black people who are in an uproar because we're all white privilege. No, no, no. We stand for you and everybody, and we want to make sure equality is everywhere in our workplace. So we are all about sensitivity training. And really, all it says to me that I, that, you know, since I can read between the lines, all it says is that my company believes that every one of us is fucking racist, and we all require this training because somehow it's going to make us less racist. Well, first of all, I don't have a problem with any, and I've said that before. I don't have any problem with any color, blue, purple, yellow, green, orange, black, white, don't care. Not at all. The only thing I care about is the idiots out there burning stuff, causing chaos and riots and looting everywhere. That's what pisses me off. I don't give a rat's ass what color they are. They're terrorists, by the way. 
You know what I would say, Officer Jake, we had him on a program uh, not too long back uh, talking about the situation. And uh, since then, he has sent me a, a picture of a, a 9mm, I believe, or a 45mm bullet still in its casing that was mailed to his precinct. And on the side, it looked like they had painted the bullet with whiteout, and on one side it said BLM, and on the other one it said something like uh, kill, kill 12, I think. I think that had something to do with it all, or kill the kill officers. And it said cop killer, and it said uh, all pigs must die. And they, yeah, really, these are terrorists. That's exactly what they're doing. They are taking pages out of the terrorism handbook. So don't tell me it's protests. It is nothing but terrorism, period. End of story. It's textbook terrorism. Make no mistake about it. Uh, anyway, um, there's a lot of reports uh, the last handful of days that the COVID cases are up, which is not a surprise. We finally let people out after all this time, and guess what? They weren't out for three fucking months. So they were out there getting exposed or weren't getting out or weren't out there to get exposed to the shit and deal with it naturally. So now they're going out and people are getting out there and there's more testing as well. And the Democrats are blowing it out of proportion going, oh, my God, oh, my God, people are getting infected. We got to lock it down again. OK, first, no, you don't. Taking a one random sample out of what was it, Fort Worth, Texas. 9,000 cases currently as of, what was it, just uh, a day or so ago, I forget. But the stat was 9,000 cases of COVID confirmed in that city. Which is a pretty damn large city, if I remember. I don't have the numbers offhand because, you know, I'm driving and all that. But that being the case, 9,000 isn't terrible compared to their population size. But of that 9,000, only 300 were hospitalized. And at that point, zero had died. Zero. What the Democrats want you to believe is this is still a 100% deadly disease. You get this, you're going to die, and they want to scare the shit out of you. So you stay home, locked down, and all this other stuff. And I know for a fact that Minnesota governor is just waiting a couple more days probably mid-July, and he's going to say, nope, we're locking down again because this is getting out of hand. Because he likes the federal injection of $50 million every couple of, every month, I think, to help offset the cost of his people being being locked up. And it's, it's madness is what it is, but people got to read between the lines. There was a, an inmate the other night that I, I was dealing with, and he is honestly freaking terrified. Wears a mask all the time and saw a news report about COVID cases on the rise because, of course, he watches CNN. Imagine that. And he comes out of his room all fired up and, and, and worried. Worried, and he's almost got tears in his eyes. You can see that he's about to burst. That he's so freaking terrified because us, quote, cops don't want to wear the masks. And don't wear them when we're on the outside, predominantly in the states that we live in. And uh, he's terrified that we're going to bring it in and he's going to get it and die. And no matter how much 
you know, you, you breathe into him, how much uh, sense you try to talk into him, he just doesn't get it. He will never get it, just like so many others. They're convinced what they're hearing from their skewed news source is the honest-to-God truth and nothing but. I would love to uh, uh, talk a lot at length about something. Uh, I can't remember the name exactly. It's a term. It's, uh, God, I wish I... It was on one of, the, one of the radio shows the other night I happened to catch for a little bit of time. I think it was on Ground Zero, Clyde Lewis. And uh, he had a guy on there, and it was reverse speech, I believe. Look into that. It's some fascinating stuff. And the science behind it talks about when people are speaking, if you record them, you can actually play it backwards. And they have actually done tests in CIA and FBI way back in the 60s and 70s really were worried about this and really put some some effort into testing this theory and found some pretty uh, credible evidence which i don't understand exactly how it works and how it's supposed to but and really the science behind it all to explain it but apparently when people are talking and you know they i think the guy took bill gates um in one of his speeches about covid and uh uh, finding vaccines and whatnot for it and what have you. And he talked about this stuff and he had recorded uh, uh, you know, three to four minutes of this stuff and he started to play it backwards and which was mostly gibberish. And uh, in the middle there, there was an interesting set of words that were understandable to the human ear. It wasn't all gibberish. And it indicated that perhaps Mr. Bill Gates wants to infect the entire population of the earth so that he can make billions and trillions when he kicks out the antidote for the stuff or the treatment for it. So really interesting stuff. Apparently it goes into it listens to public speakers and the reverse speech um, process that they do apparently uncovers what the person speaking is actually really thinking about the subject. His innermost thoughts apparently find their way into the speech unconsciously. So really, really interesting. Or not unconsciously, consciously, but he has really no I don't know. Look it up. Check it out. Reverse speech. And uh, really fascinating stuff. But there's, you know, it's double talk is really what it is. So anyway, you know, like I said, more Democrat propaganda. Uh, Fort Worth. Yep. Covered all that. Cover that. Uh, all the businesses, you know, you know, I will. I'll tell you what. Let me, uh, you know what? Screw the break. We're going to we're going to keep going here for another minute or two. Baseball is back uh, in, let's see, what is it, uh, July? Mid-July, late July, something like the 25th, I want to say. They've agreed to 60, 60 games and kind of an abridged playoff structure. The teams are all broken up into three divisions. There's no National or American League. I'm a little frustrated because the National League is kind of getting screwed out of a, uh, a little 
advantage that they had. Their pitchers batted in the National League. The American League had DHs, while apparently they're doing straight DH all the way across the board. So teams like my team, Milwaukee, is not going to be able to bat a pitcher, which is fine. They'll have a bigger hitter plugged into that spot, and that's fine and all well and good. But it takes away the advantage they would have from having a well-hitting or a very good-hitting pitcher batting in the nine spot when the opponent who's playing against them, who's an American League team, does not have a pitcher that can bat very well. It's almost a guaranteed out on the American League where it's a pretty hard out on the National League team. So it may not be much, but it, it is a slight advantage for teams that have good hitting pitchers. So a little frustrated about that, but ultimately I'm excited that baseball's back. You know, sports are going to be all coming back, and we need the distraction now more than ever. My concern, though, is with all of this attention to color that's being brought to our front door, that the sports may not be exactly as we remember them. I hope they are, but it's very possible they're not. So I guess we have to wait and see how things play out and uh, go from there. So I, I will go ahead and take that quick break. I'll be right back. Back at it. Here we go. I uh, wanted to talk, you know, it's 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 kind of bugging the hell out of me here. There is a uh, another business, you know, I talked about businesses doing stuff to appease the masses. There is, I don't even remember the name of this. It probably doesn't matter anyway. Like I said, none of these names ever matter. But there's a shampoo company or a lotion company that has decided, and they've not had any pressure, they're just doing this out in the open. They're, they're getting it out there and making it known that we're doing this stuff so that we can seem like we give a damn about the blacks in America and this movement. Lotions and shampoos that they have, that have the terms lightening, something that you would put on and will lighten your skin, or something, uh, shampoo or, or soap or a lotion for fair-skinned people. Yeah, those terms are gone. They're removing them from the packaging and bottles. And I'm thinking to myself, you know what? My God, stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Where the fuck does this all end? It's not ever gonna. I mean, before long, we're gonna have a black and white American flag. And I'm telling you. Because the, the stars are somehow going to be racist. The blue and the red and the white stripes. Somebody's going to pitch a bitch because there's no black stripes. I mean, there's, there's a, I don't even remember what, what city, country, or state this is in. It's in the state somewhere, obviously. But there's a set of schools that are, are replacing the name Woodrow Wilson. After all these years, suddenly they have a problem with this guy being a racist. Now, after all of this shit, finally now we give a damn about him and his racist views. Didn't give a shit before, but now we do. No, no, you still don't, 
but you want to make the, the people that are freaking raising their fists and yelling and burning and rioting and looting and killing people, you want to appease them. You are allowing them to win, by the way. This is not the way to go about it. But here we go anyway. All these people, once again, pandering to the very small minority that are acting stupid on our streets. Way to go, America. Way to go. Another epic fail. Thank God Trump the other day signed an executive order making it a 10-year sentence in prison for defacing statues. Thank you. Somebody with a fucking brain. I am ecstatic about this. I wouldn't care if he's an independent or Democrat or a Green Party guy who came up with this shit, but I'm freaking glad as hell somebody did. It's about fucking time. Erasing the history is not going to make it go away. Because I guarantee you, you can rip all the statues down, and guess what? Somehow you're not going to be appeased. You're not going to feel better. You're still going to need to rip more shit down. And you're going to go find something else. It's not going to stop there. And everybody out there who thinks changing things, appeasing people is the way to go, you're dead fucking wrong. And you're going to find out, unfortunately, the hard way. And we're all going along for the ride. Thank you very fucking much. You know, it, it's, it's, I wish people had logical thought process, but as I said before, common sense is in very short order right now. There's a humongous lack of it, and it seems to be sweeping the entire globe right now, but more here in the United States. I got to ask this question. If you all are here and hate this country so much, why the fuck are you still here? Why not go to one of these other countries that, that you think is better? You know why? The you, I'll give you the answer. The answer is because it's not. This is still the best fucking country compared to any other one that you could have come from. Look at how many millions of people are trying to get here still every day. Because no matter the shit that we've got here, it's still leaps and bounds better than what they left. Think that one through just a freaking hot second. There you go. Yeah, work that out in your little heads. Logic. Use it. It's important. It's what separates us from the apes. Jesus. I really really wish people would have more brains. I really, really do. But they don't. And I guess I wouldn't have a show. I'd be freaking off talking about something else, I'm sure. But another thing in the news that really, really, and I got to tell you, chapped my freaking ass. And that was Brett Favre, an ex-quarterback of my favorite football team, Green Bay Packers. As I live in Wisconsin, they are my team, as I'm a Badgers fan and a Brewer fan. I won't get into hockey and why the hell Wisconsin doesn't have a team. I think it pisses me off, honestly, but that's a, that's a topic for another day. But anyway, Brett Favre was interviewed the other day. I want to say TMZ, which apparently is now syndicated. People watch this garbage enough that it's syndicated now. I'm sure on some liberal budget somewhere. Because that seems to be all TMZ is. It's garbage. But anyway, they had Mr. Favre on there. 
and decided to talk to him and ask him about Mr. Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, you know him, the little bitch that knelt down in the middle of a national anthem at a football game that he was paid to be at wearing team colors. Remember when I said if I did that at my work, I'd have been fired? Because you don't do that shit in your work uniform. You're at a place of business. It's not about you. It's about doing the job that you're paid to do. Period. It's the wrong platform to do that shit. You want to kneel somewhere else, go fucking do it somewhere else. Don't fucking do it at work. Anyway. Favre went on to say that, you know, he compared Kaepernick to Pat Tillman. And for those of you who don't know, Pat Tillman was an NFL player. Not the greatest player, but he was a solid player. Played for the uh, Arizona Cardinals. And um, played with him. Was, a, I want to say, defensive back, safety, free safety, corner, something like that. Safety, I think. But it doesn't matter. He gave up football to go fight overseas for his country and... I, he was some special forces. I don't remember if it was Navy SEAL or Army Ranger or Green Beret or, you know, combat controller, pararescue guy, whatever he was. But he ended up being killed, friendly fire, as I recall. And he came back a hero, dead hero. And, you know, we honored him as such, as the NFL did. And Favre compared Kaepernick to Tillman for standing up what he believes in despite the outcome. And my issue with that is Pat Tillman was fighting and died for our country when he didn't have to. He did it out of love for this country. Colin Kaepernick, what did he do? He took a knee during the anthem, disrespecting the country and every fucking person who's ever died defending it. That's the difference. That guy ain't no hero. What'd he do, put his career on the line? Yeah, how much millions of dollars has he already made prior to that? It's not like he's going to be... He could freaking retire that day and be fine the rest of his life. So tell me he's in the same fucking boat and a hero. No fucking way. For, couldn't be further from the truth. Now, I will not say Mr. Brett Favre was a bad player. He was a great player. You know, he had some bad times, and he had some good times. And he took my team to their first Super Bowl in decades and decades. So I'm very happy that he was there, and he was a solid player. But now that he's gone, I'm fine with him being gone. We've moved on. We don't need to hear his thoughts on the world and current events. I mean, you don't really need to hear mine, but you're tuning into it anyway, so here you go. Kaepernick is no hero. Will never be a hero. He might be a folk hero to, to black people or half-black people somewhere because if he knelt and everybody else started kneeling and he was the pioneer, okay, fine, great. But he did it in a terrible spot, did it in a bad place, Wrong platform to be doing that shit on. But he didn't give up his life or wasn't willing to give up his life for his beliefs. It's bullshit. Don't ever put him in. I'll, you know what? I'll tell you who heroes are. Heroes are the police 
that show up in uniform every day to patrol the states and cities they live in. That bust their ass doing what they know is hard work, but is necessary work, even though people cuss them out, throw stuff at them, talk shit about them, hate them, yet they continue to do it. That's a hero. People that go into the military for their own, you know, for, for the reason to be part of something bigger than them to do what's right for their country. Somebody like a firefighter who runs into a burning building, putting his own life on the line at risk to save someone else's. Those, everybody, those are heroes. Pat Tillman was a hero. Kaepernick never in a million years will be tied to a hero. Oh, all right, got that out. I got more for you, but we'll have to wait till next episode. Thanks, everyone, again for listening. I'm out of here. Have a good night. Take care. Bye-bye. All music used in this podcast was provided by Joseph McDade. Find him at josephmcdade.com.